Hey, hey, friends. What's up, my man? How's everyone doing tonight? Oh, I pretty good. Doing Fabulous. good that we didn't die. <laughs> Alive. We're doing well, that. I mean, it would be hard to play that, this game. That was, that was a, well, I mean, I guess there was a, a tense moment. Yeah, we had two possible TPKs. Uh, yeah, was, I mean, well, not we don't this, know. Not she might have been a pushover. Are you much uh, stronger to reveal, than you appear? Pull back the curtain a little bit. She was a little powerless at the time because yeah. of no, said I, I'm, I'm just joking. Uh, all that was happening around her. I'm just when I'm you just killed her brother, around. she got it back. Uh, uh, okay, there you go. He was mostly done. That's why he looked fucking weird. <laughs> like, I'm a werewolf. You know, like werewolf grin outside of his face. Uh, anyway, I forgot to say, welcome to another episode, 64, of the Dice Bar Game Podcast. Welcome to each of you. Because without you, we couldn't play this game. So, uh, thanks you for being could, here. It would be very boring listening to you talk to yourself five well, times. At least I would get all my names right. Oh, <laughs> or at least you would do it in editing. <laughs> and I wouldn't interrupt myself. <laughs> well, that's not a promise. <laughs> would con- contradict your ruling. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have any snorts. <laughs> All right. Well, this could be a very special po- uh, episode. We'll see. We'll, we'll announce it at the end if it is. Uh, but this can be a very special, special episode. So let us get started. Should we recap? Very much a very good role play session. I was very, uh, very happy how it turned out. That could have turned out very, very ugly. I have her stats right here. Uh, she is tough, even for a fully prepared group. Which, which we were, were not. not. So <laughs> yeah. I even beefed her up a little bit because I knew there would be NPCs involved, like Garn and stuff. So I made her a challenge and for that 60 kind of thing. hospitalized people <laughs> well they were hors d'oeuvres <laughs> but uh you handle it in a very diplomatic very diplomatic uh, it was awesome good job guys thank you and yeah, she is now out and about in the world i mean yeah, yeah. hey yeah, good can can i go on a leap here and say it was boon worthy I, I was thinking about that but i went nah damn it <laughs> yeah there you go uh, oh, well, we should give somebody a boon for saying one name correct one time. Uh, You're right. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it gives you more chances That's since fair. you used one. So, this episode, we are going, we could name Spoils of War. Very much going to be dealing with uh, the aftermath of Carver's Keep within town. If there are things you want to say, hey, I do this over the next few days, if we have time, time may move a little faster uh, moving forward, at least for this episode. So if you got something, let your friendly neighborhood DM know. Otherwise, I'm willing to fast forward next morning while you guys rest off a little bit of whiskey and and tea and whatever crumpets you had and uh, waking up to Sir Arland getting you in the morning. Uh, the only thing that's waking me up is my troll dog. Okay. <laughs> you uh, nasty bastard. <laughs> we'll slowly work, uh, like, the, the, the troll dog and the goblin are still at Carver's Keep, because they're, they're working out how their sleeping arrangements within town, they're, uh, they're a little different. Well, they could stay at our house but they had to walk through town to get there first and they just put a sheet on smooth things out. it's just a really small ghost nobody nobody mind me i'm just a small <laughs> ghost um 
All right. So you are seriously being woke up the next morning, the three of you, because you stay in the same place. The only person in a different place is Zane. Actually, did you guys go back to your home that night? Yes. I would have. That's a comfy yeah. bed. Yeah, uh, that's a bed. And Vo, would you have stayed in your own place or go to their apartment? Go to theirs. They have I'm a say, he got a place. pretty nice, vast townhouse. And look, good news. A brighter side, if you will. There are two extra beds. I take the uh, the A and the star off the door. This is your room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what is sad when you go into the place you see Bev Moore's room. She's got like her flowers have wilted a little bit. She always put fr- fresh flowers out for you guys. Uh, her bed is made up. She's even got like a little little stuffy on her bed. Like she she was a, a girly girl and deep down, so it's kind of tough coming home to that. Yep. Leave her bed. Leave her bedroom empty. Yep. Right. So, Vo, you got the yeah. couch, buddy. No, he's got Alistar's Alistar's room. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> you didn't you see me say his... I took the A and the star uh, off the. Yeah, I thought you were no, messing you around. You just turned the star upside down and scratched the crossbar out of the A, and it makes a V. Oh. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's convenient. <laughs> he lived in the loft, by the way. The, tower. Thing, the thing that I, I find great about this is Beth Mora had the biggest room and would be like, oh, he's not taken. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um, the door's locked. Anyway, um, so that morning, the, the three of you, <laughs> the three of you are woken up uh, by Sir Arland and a handful of Hearthgrave soldiers. He looks very stately tonight, this morning. You know, I don't know how. He, he looks like he got a full night's rest, but that's got to be impossible. But he looks great. Keepos. Hello. <sighs> I was going to see if you would like to accompany me this morning. Does it include breakfast by any chance? It includes arresting one Otis Weaving. Oh, I'm. Getting oh, ready yes, now. yes. <laughs> yes, give me five minutes. <laughs> give, us, give us a few minutes. I thought you might say that. I'll be out here. Yep. Get dressed. <laughs> yep. Mace, big old sword, helmet, and then realize I'm still exhausted. <laughs> Vo, you going with him? Oh, yeah. All right. Going to this, one of the biggest houses in the city. This will be our new team. It's got a little gate, even two guards out front. We got pikes. They look at you guys like, <laughs> go home. Yes, sir. And they leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was easy. <laughs> I didn't think it worked that well. <laughs> you know, when you dispose the local lord who happens to be a demon worshiper and collects slaves and lives in a keep, and you get rid of that guy, <laughs> word gets around. <laughs> uh, I'm let what's his name go. <laughs> his door is locked. Really? Arlen knocks on the door. Otis, we know you're in there. Uh, no question here. He looks at you guys. <sighs> Go for it, Strong. All right, I will. He tried to leave last night. Guards saw him. He ran back into the house, so we know he's in there. Yeah, yeah. Boom! Door smashes open. <laughs> Door doesn't give. Shoulder crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we need a lockpick <laughs> and a surgeon. <laughs> uh, he he screams, <laughs> and he's in his bathrobe. You see Otis weaving, 
not a bathrobe, but like one of those uh, Hugh, say, Hugh Hefner robes. Oh, okay. I was about to say. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's running across the uh, the house trying to get away. <laughs> and Strom immediately follows after him. Not no. quickly. I didn't do anything. You have no proof. Come here. <laughs> he puts his hands up. I put my hand on top of his head and force him to kneel. <laughs> <laughs> He's always doing that. I know. <laughs> Strom, with the aggressive blowjob. Just stop it, buddy. It's like you do that too many times. <laughs> All right, he's on his knees in front of you. You know what you've done. I'm not a murderer. And you know what you haven't done yet. <laughs> I haven't done anything. You have no proof. All four of us saw you with Carvard. No, dipshit. <laughs> oh. LaRoche. LaRoche, sorry. <laughs> See, he has no idea of what you're talking about. <laughs> Even Arlen's like, uh. A katana comes straight to his throat. <laughs> Whatever he says is true. I mean, who am I to really you know, question the word of a the word of a, a knight a master? I mean, really, I'm, I'm probably super guilty. You should take me to jail. So, yeah, right away. Cuff him. Book him, Dano. <laughs> Nate, throw him in the bridge. <laughs> mm, might take him some time. Uh, some time to try him. He's got a lot of powerful friends. Uh, are they more powerful than me? I mean, with the stroke of a sword, no, probably not, but Political these people friends. have a lot of swords behind them. Sir Strom, uh, not everything is solved with a blade. Hmm. I differ to beg. <laughs> you don't speak for me. And if you don't mind me saying, as someone... Somewhat, while I hate politics, I, I am somewhat savvy in it. I would not have Sir Strom uh, no. attest to anything in any sort of legal form or fashion. He will, he, he will not. I will take... You're very brave. I'll take care of the proceedings. It Make might sure. be some time. Let All I ask is one thing. It. All his stuff, all his belongings go to the town people. That should be taken care of. Would you mind if perhaps Lady Vashiel took care of things? That'll be fine with me. It's acceptable. Okay. She hated that fat pig anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is next on today's agenda, boys? Um, is it noon yet? Nope. Since we're okay. up and energized. First thing in the morning. Did you sleep until noon? I am sleeping until noon. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to let him be. I'm going to go see Lorana. Okay. Anybody going with him? Uh, I will go. Bo, you have no idea who Lorana is. No, but, no idea. But you sticking with him? I'll stick with him. All right. You come up to a tavern. It's got a songbird hanging from the sign. I don't go in quite yet. I stop at the it's door. It's quiet in there. But it would be in the morning. And I'm um, take a deep breath, hoping for the best. As you're taking your deep breath, you sit there. 
you think you hear inside somebody a beautiful voice humming as they work open the door if it's open <laughs> and it is and Lorana is cleaning glasses <sighs> good morning Lorana and she rushes across and hugs you both a hugger I knew you made it I just knew it look come come she brings you guys to the back and you remember the little wax dolls I said mm-hmm. Alistair and Bethmora melted <laughs> they are not they are not on the mantle uh, it is uh, the two of you but the creature you know, I, I described at the end of one scene how uh, her candle flipped fell over and flicked up and made a creature form on the wall it's uh-huh. been like eradicated off of it Huh. Ah. So you gave us a nice little precursor there. I, I, I just, I saw this and I knew, I knew it was you and you succeeded. Please come have some, have some food. Um, she looks down the hall. I think he's still sleeping, so it should be fine. Come on, on me. Hi. She, she looks. This girl, uh, placed by, played by Maisie Williams. I'm Lorana. Nice to meet you. She cleans her hands off the front of her apron and extends her hand. Oh, oh. she does a little monk, tries to, uh, does the same thing as you. She blushes furiously. Seems very sad. I'm Vo. Nice to meet you, Vo. Here, come. I like your hair, or their lack of. It's it's a good look. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Um, All right. And she cooks you guys some eggs and bacon. She every now and then looks a little fearfully down the hallway. You do not have to fear him anymore. Oh, he's my uncle. I should respect him. For we need to talk with him. Uh, all right. You shouldn't wake him up. He gets angry if you wake him up. I would like to talk. You guys want to? Do you guys need a recap of what he did? Oh no, I know what he did. Yeah. But we can recap for the, the fans. Yeah, we can. He made a deal with some demons to have her mother and her little brother murdered so he could have the Jade Manor. And her father. Oh, and, and Probably her father. father. Probably yep. her father. The, the father pretty, was never seen in sure visions. Her but he's father. the scumbag that when you went to the Jade Manor was responsible for that whole thing. So somewhat he's responsible for your eye, Yuri. Your teeth. Mm-hmm. Strom. Yeah. Somewhat. You were there. Alistair's arm. Alistair's arm. And life. I mean, I was drawing a really cool map on it. I don't, I don't really... I can't blame him for that. It was a cool map. I can't look at scrambled eggs the same anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She's it. like, it. would you like Get some it. eggs? And he's like, no. No, no, no. no, no, no I'm no, like, no. smack my eyes. No! <laughs> well, he's down the hallway if you want to talk to him. Mm. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, we do. Uh, what, what happened? We found the truth. What's the... Did you get my necklace? I hand it to her. <gasps> Gives you a little kiss on the cheek. Thank you. <laughs> Crying. Now what's this truth? Do you need... Do you really want to know? I uh, will tell you the truth. In I your heart of know. hearts, do you want to know? I do. I'll let Strom tell her. Oh, please, God. <laughs> Strom. Go ahead. He kill, he bad. 
He your made, uncle <laughs> made a deal with a demon. Become the ha the lord of Jade Manor. She pales. By killing your your father, your mother, and your brother who we met. We freed them from their curse from the demon. And you. Let's be a little more technical on the situation. He it's did the make truth. a deal to become the Lord of Jade Manor. He did not directly kill. The deal that he made with the demon went afoul. The demon went off of the deal and even murdered you. What? But then brought your soul back. She clutches at her chest. You felt it several days ago. I did. How can we make him pay for what he's done? You can have him imprisoned for what he's done and give you your freedom. Yeah, and I'm killed. It's his fault. Then we will make him pay. But not with his life. I didn't say that. I just want him... I don't want him here anymore. I can't look at him anymore, ever again. Keep her company. I'm going to go get town guards, and I'm going to have him arrested. All right, if he comes... Don't kill him. I won't. I can always heal his, his wounds. Bo, can you keep him in check, please? <laughs> I really oh, thought I could right. I could heal his heart after I stabbed him with a sword. It's like I How was it. I to know? So I thought if I just put his head back on and heal, I was told. <laughs> so and I'll go guards, get a guard or two. The man comes out. You Before I leave? No, no, no. Okay. Sorry. Like when it, fast forward and the guards come, they come to grab him. And you thought Otis was a blubbering mess when he came out. This guy ugly crying <laughs> like snot tears <laughs> you know the, the 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 type of crying that you can't talk or breathe like <laughs> he I, that that type of crying the whole way out <clears throat> mr big tough guy <laughs> the bigger they are the harder they fall <laughs> he is off to jail probably be otis's cellmate how old is uh lorena 16, 17. Would you permit me to offer you a family? Uh, wait, what do you mean? That I'm sure would be more than willing to look after you and take care of you. That's so nice. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Could I more have someone just... If it pleases you... You, you will I... live your own, but they will be your family. Oh, and I'm that sure once nice. I talk to them, they'll be more than happy to help. Oh, that? Who? They are known as the Stone family. Sager? Yes. He's nice. I've met him a few times. He's very nice. As you know, his niece was recently deceased. Oh, Tia. Yes. Yes. So he has a loss as well. And I think you would help him. As much as he would help you. 
You're very wise, Yuri. <laughs> he did the primary attribute stat. Of course I am. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. If you need anything, you know our address. You know where we'll yes. be. We have two new compatriots, Bo, you've met. We have Zane that you'll meet later. She will? He sounds dashing. <laughs> I am. Uh, Mr. Bo? And she tries to imitate your bow with the mm-hmm. classman. Does it again. It was a pleasure. Pleasure. Can I rub it? <laughs> In what? She looks really <laughs> embarrassed to ask this. Can I rub it? <laughs> he leans down. <laughs> Do you? I'm going to lean my head forward and hope that's what she meant. <laughs> oh. and, uh, otherwise, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's so cool. It's bald as a baby. Yeah. Like, when did he find time to shave it, by the way, guys? His glow. <laughs> <laughs> he just takes two hands and uh, bald as a baby's butt. All right. Well, that's a good day so far. Yeah. yeah, got two arrests and possibly a family gathering. and They're coming back tomorrow. Tia's uh, funeral is in a few days. We'll make sure it's an elegant funeral. So to speak. Yep. Anything you guys want to do with the rest of the day? It is you are tired still. Because they were best of friends, I do want to bury Alistair's remains with Torad. And Beth Mora. Yeah. We were best of friends. <laughs> you were you were more of a friend to him than some others. You never treated him bad in any way. You made fun of him a little bit in certain aspects, but... But no more than I did to all of you guys. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Oh, I mean, I would assume you're... Are you bearing bed more with them, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So you get some plots ready next to him? That takes a few days to kind of get dug up, you know, dig the graves, do all that thing if you need to. Unless you want to do it in one day and make it quick. Or do you... Do you just want to do, like, a little private thing with the group, or do you want anybody else... Anybody that, that wanted to... Yeah, anyone. That, I'm not so you're going to give it a few days? Kind I'm of not going to announce it to the town for every town member, but for like Edric, if he wakes up. Uh, so, Strom actually goes up and starts digging up the plots by himself while he, Yuri's doing the talkative. He's doing... Okay. I, I'm sorry, but I can see it now. a strong division of labor. I can see it now. <laughs> He's not using a shovel. <laughs> digging, like, digging a like a doggy. <laughs> yep, and there's a dog with me. <laughs> if I can fast forward a few days, mm-hmm. in the next few days of resting and getting ready for the funeral, because that'll be the next big thing. A couple things happen. Your goblin and the sorry, your goblin, the, uh, <laughs> Grimshaw, Grimshaw is uh, officially allowed in town. A writ is even written for him. He has to carry it around in his person all the time. And he's not to be upended. Any no good. You're you're responsible for it. And you're to walk it and pick up his poop. Was that for Grimshaw? Yeah. <laughs> he's a goblin. That doesn't mean he's going to poop in the street. How do they know Doesn't that? mean he doesn't. <laughs> True. <laughs> and then he is still the exact same list for the troll dog allowed in. Oh, that's all you. It's not allowed to buy yeah, that's all me. anything. That's um, him, the only that's difference is they give you the writ. <laughs> yep. Um, so he's allowed in town. And so he does think he sticks to you, Strom, like glue. So if you're digging up a grave, he's got his little hands. He's digging up a little grave, too. For hey. hey. Is uh, Lorana want a little brother? A little green brother? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Edric. 
comes to. Yes. He's forever going to walk with a limp. That's and fine. he is He's promoted alive. to captain. At yeah! We knew he was going to make it. In lieu of, sorry, Devana Gales. Passing. Passing. I mean, this is a touchy moment, but I really got to say, he used to be an adventurer. And then he took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> also in the next day or so, and they're going to make it more official, you are going to be awarded from the city medals and decreed champions. Champion keepers of Hearthgrave. And given all titles and things that that incurs. And, and officially as a group... You're going to count as one vo- vote on the council. Nice. Oh, all right. Strom's never allowed to come into the. <laughs> Zane, you're back with them, kind of doing their thing. You're starting to enjoy this, like, hero shit. <laughs> eh, <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I feel a little guilty because it, like, I don't necessarily feel like I deserve it. And, like, I mean, I, I came in at the end, kind of thing. And I also don't feel like part of their group. You're um, a champion by proxy. Yeah, and that's, that's not necessarily a good thing. You can always turn it down and go live the, in the, the whole metal thing. I'm bowing out of that entirely. Okay. Like, um, are you hanging with them at all, or are you doing your own thing the whole time? You know what? If it, it starts to get kind of awkward, I show up. I'll talk to them a little bit, you know, every day. Check in kind of thing? Check but, in kind of thing. But, but doing your own thing? But doing my own thing. Okay. Um, um, if I find out about the whole... Otis weaving thing and all the shit that he's responsible for. Sure, yeah, I, you you uh, to so we're not constantly stopping roleplay to catch you up on things. Is it fair to have a powwow with him one evening with dinner mm-hmm. and ha blah 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 whatever? Unless all there's right. something maybe if you're like, would you have told me that? Like maybe then that might come up later and we'll take gotcha. a case by case basis. The, but they'll either go yes or no. But for the most part, you're caught up. I say the mm-hmm. only thing that we won't give to him, because we haven't even gave it to Vo yet, is the fact of our rebirth. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And why you need the bone, or you're not even sure why you need right. the bone. But We don't do. know why we need to know exactly. bone. We've we've had inklings and okay. some, we've had something leading us Think that way. Think about that, because literally the agreement that I help you get the thing back, and the reason that I haven't tried to steal it from you, because that was why I was here. I made that clear. Like when yeah, I, she did. When yeah, I was in did. the branch, you you need to explain to my boss, do your characters really have a good reason to keep it? You need to come up with one because eventually you're going to have to talk to somebody who like either commands my respect or my wallet or something enough to to send me against nearly impossible odds. <laughs> to, to go kill this guy and steal the finger bone on my own. So, yeah, just you keep that in mind. That is something you will yeah. have to... I understand. I'm just saying, until we speak with this person, that part of our life... Close to the vest. Got it. So you get a download. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so, yes, you are uh, familiar with what Otis Weavings has been up to. I, I go to Miss Gale and ask her if she's she... She's dead. Miss Gale is oh, dead. No, That's sorry. Captain. Um... I can't think of her name. The uh, lady? Vashiel. Lady Vashiel. I go to Lady Vashiel and ask her if she would like to... If it would be easier if he tried to escape right. from prison. we'll roleplay this real quick. And quick one. Fast way. Takes a little bit to get into her office. You know, get an appointment. But you got it. You're a keeper. You're like, oh, a keeper. Even though you're like, ah. <laughs> you know, you're no, kind of... No, 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 no. 
But he'll use it for that benefit. You're able to come see it. You're able to see her. It just takes a few minutes. You know, oh, okay. You're like, you're able to, but you had to go, hey, Zane here. And somebody's like, you're a keeper. You're like, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you got there a lot faster than any normal person would have. But it still gotcha. took about a half hour to see. She is a councilman, but she is at this point the councilman. Not only is she was already powerful, but she's one, an openly using woman magic user in this town. Which, but, and not being fucked with, so that says something. And two, she let she's seen as leading the attack and organizing you guys to take down an enemy that this place has had for hundreds of years. Understand, these people's kids and people have disappeared for a long time in this place. So right now, her shit, she could poop on somebody's head and they're going to think it was flowers. So <laughs> you're going to be able to go see her is a, a big deal. Is one gotcha. So, okay. Uh, but you, long story short, you're in her vastly... It's actually very cluttered. You would think she would have, you know, a very fancy office. And while everything's very valuable, it's got a lot of books that look like half read. You know, uh, maps on the wall, very full of just, you know, a businesswoman. And she's behind a large oak desk. So she's a bookie. <laughs> very impressive office. You must intimidate a lot of people with this. I mean, I have seen better, not many better. What do you want, Zane? She's smiling a little bit. To be honest, I... That's a, that's a treat. <laughs> I have long... How do I put this? I have quelled my own conscience through the blood of evil men. Currently, you have an evil man in your dungeon. Which one? Yes, I forgot about the father. No, the... Uh, the the one with the jowls, Udus uh, mm. Weary. Yes. He has many powerful friends. He does. And may escape justice. But if he was to try to escape from prison and you were to happen to have to murder him because he tried to escape, that would simplify many things. What if I had you... Perhaps lead him somewhere. Help him escape from prison and then somehow not be there to protect him when he was found by the guards. It would be tragic. Tragic, yes. Let us talk about the details I have in mind. Absolutely. You a wine drinker? I have been known to drink vintage or two. And she's pouring it as the door kind of closes. <laughs> He's in a pescatarian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that word means, Bobby. Good on you. Don't you eat fish? <laughs> it means you only eat fish. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, God. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> the rest of you are approached uh, by a woman. She's got a baby carriage. Kind of wide, big baby carriage. And she's coming up to you guys. Looks a little sheepish at first as she approaches you, but look, almost like, no, don't say anything. You should. No. Yeah. And she goes up to you. Oh. Um, are you the keepers? Yes, my lady. Uh, it's, 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 it's good to meet you. Um, I, I, I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I lost a brother when we were babies to that place. And it means the world to me. And what you did to fear has always 
always over in my head. And um, it, it, thank you. It, it's been the best two days of my life. I recently gave birth to these babies. And she opens and you see two babies sleeping in there. They're little teeny tiny, like newly, newly born babies. Wow. Um, twins. And uh, girls. And uh, if it's all right with you, I'd like to, like to name them uh, Alistra and, and Beth Mora. I would be honored. Thank you. You mean a lot to all of us in town. Thank you. Actually, give her my little gold medal thing that I got for being a champion say, so they know where they came from. She's crying. May I hug you? Sure. She hugs each of you. Even you, bald man. Can I touch your head? <laughs> <laughs> man, everybody gonna rub you like can a I, crystal ball. Can, can I touch <laughs> it? Touch my head all of a sudden. <laughs> and in a town of Hearthgrave. They've never seen anything. There was a head worth anything. touching. There was a head worth touching and many luck was gained from the rubbing of the Buddha's head. I gave that example as something that you guys are going to experience over the next time you're here. A weight has been lifted off this place. Even the sky is not gray and dark and while it's been rainy here and it's cold. It's just a different town. Another couple of things that happen is uh, Deacon Moss, played by one Danny Glover, offers you Strom anytime you want. His church is yours. He'll even take a back seat to you if you want to do any sermons, anything like that. For the Lord of Asher, uh, you're welcome. And anybody who needs extra healing, you're allowed to use that place. It's yours. Kind of do. Um, I take him up on his offer three times a week. You Completely know, I, I heal a sermon plus any type of healing that people need. Okay. Fair enough. Remember, I still don't know where that man stands 100%. My detective says nothing. I'm just saying, because he was feeding... The things to Torad, mm. it was his church. Yeah, and except for when I did detect evil, someone spent a boon to say, I don't sense nothing. Exactly. That was one time. <laughs> yeah, it's just one time. Yeah, and that boon still stays in effect, apparently. Uh, another cool thing, the cook and his dog, Hogan. I don't, did you guys ever even get that cook's name? I think you guys no. called him Cookie or something. He, remember, he walked with a limp. He was severely beaten and malnourished. Cookie. And he had like he, a... Tiny dogs. He finds work in Lorena's inn. Nice. As her cook. Awesome. Awesome. So, Sagar shows up into town with his family again. Oh, good to see you guys. It's, I've missed you. Gone John Candy. He Tia's funeral happens. Um, you guys are there. They don't ask you to say anything. And it's actually a very small function in the graveyard. He, you know, it's just his family and a couple other your imagine cousins or somebody like that kind of deal a lot of prayers to Sephirian the goddess of life and death and rebirth which is a lot of the talk of like hmm. many of us don't know how we were born but we're all will someday reborn to this world to do things we missed in the time before it's a very Generic, but it's kind of pertinent to some of the things that have happened to you with uh, a re your special rebirth, in a way. But that goes on without event, and Sagar learns of your of Alistair and Bevmora, and agrees also to come to their funeral, which you have planned. 
for the next day. And unless you have something else going on, you guys do the funeral the next day. Yep. Um, it's next to a large creek. Underneath the, that big old tree. Underneath I'll, the big I'll old tree. I'll come to that one because I knew Beth Mora. She seemed a good person. Okay. In a you know flowing creek, it's almost a river uh, that goes alongside uh, the city, and you know the flowers are starting to bloom. It's spring is upon you. Um, birds are chirping. It's a beautiful day. A little cool. Uh, in attendance uh, with a a cane is. Captain Edric, um, Sir Arland, Lady Vashiel, they're kind of the, the city people that are there. Lorana with the cook and the dog are there holding flowers. Miranda, the hatchet queen, with her toothless smile, she's, she's there too. Igmar, looking depressed as all hell, dark lines under his eyes. He, he looks like he's taking all these deaths really hard. And, and Garn, just his, his face looks sad, but he's there with you. And then many other townsfolk. Not a lot. Not it's a respectable amount. You you probably were told like, hey, you know, don't come unless you have to. But you guys are welcome to say what you want to say about Alistair and or Bevmar. Uriel, go go first. First of all, thank you all for coming. As you know, these were hard times, and these were great friends. <clears throat> Alistair, very knowledgeable, put everything he had into this. He gave his life so you may live a little easier. He would not have changed the way it happened because he did it as he felt it was best. Bev Mora, kind-hearted, free spirit, knew what she was getting herself into, but did it anyway. We as keepers did what we felt was right and in so we will honor them today and keep their spirits alive in our memories in our hearts and hope that they are resting at peace knowing that we accomplished what we came here to do may they forever be at peace everybody puts their heads down a lot of tears in the crowd Alistar was a friend, someone I can always count on to cover my back. Beth Moore was like a sister. They were family. In this instance, we have lost not just family, but many of friends. Look upon each other. Grieve with one another. But remember, their souls are still with us. Remember all the happy times and keep them in your heart. They will always be with you, for they are the light. In my country, 
I hold a bottle of uh, wine. And I pour it on each one's grave. We drink. To them. In Lord Vastia's name, send them home. Bo doesn't... Never knew Bev more at all. Didn't know Alistair very well at all. So he... Stay off to the side being respectfully meditative, but that would be it for him. I would say a couple of words. Very brief. I did not know Alistair at all. He was something she mentioned. Our time together was very brief. She told me of her friends, their plight, told her of mine, of our our missions, our goals, of justice done, justice lost. But you can judge men and women by the company they keep. And the company here is worth keeping. Maybe that is why they call you the keeper. So, I think they rest in peace. No man can know, but that is what I believe. And that is all I have to say. So be at ease. With that, I step away. I, I lay a couple of flowers on Beth Moore's nice. grave, and that's it. A couple other people say things, um, but nothing nearly as close to what you guys had to say. Lorana says some things. Grimtrot tries to say things. He just tries to talk, and he... <laughs> She, she was nice to me. She, they were both. <laughs> and he run, his little baby self runs into uh, Yuri's arms. And he's just like patting his little crying self. The only other interesting person, you know, in like the family, you guys are considered the family. The family sees when a showing, everybody kind of goes by and puts flowers on the grave. So you guys are just standing there while everybody's putting flowers on the grave. So you've seen everybody who's attending and they're like, sorry for your loss kind of deal. But one, especially, uh, villager, plain brown dress, but really uh, attractive, long, flowing brown hair, comes and lays flower on Alistair's grave, looks down at it, for says a few words, smiles. Perception? What languages do you speak? Uh... Dwarven, Elvish, Gnomish, Halfling, Orc. Uh, of course, Drow. I mentioned Elvish already, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, Something you did not recognize. Huh. It sounded icky. <laughs> and as she's leaving, hey, though. <laughs> and keeps going by. <laughs> <laughs> Sachets out of there. Bye, though. Uh, afterwards, the wake. Kind of badass. A lot of drinking. They, they take up the uh, wise words of one Sir Strom and drink for their, the fallen. All right. What now? I mean, we're going to take a few days, maybe even a week or two, to you know, get back on our feet and stuff. I'm going to make sure that during all the loot stuff and everything that's looking for, Bev Moore's bow gets returned to us. Anything that we find of Alistair's 
gets returned to us if there is anything. The bow is the only thing that's found. Who have you left the finger bone with? You You just don't have have it. it. Okay. Oh, it doesn't. Are you having your dad look at it or anything? Because he's kind of our knowledge guy at this point. I will tell him about it, but he ain't looking at it. You don't even know what's in the box. I don't think you guys have opened it. No, we're not. Yeah, true. Uh, no, we're, we're great at carrying things around forever without ever opening them or knowing what <laughs> like, they You know what? Super <laughs> until, considering the, the two things that you're talking about, <laughs> once opened, caused very interesting <laughs> events, maybe we're onto something. <laughs> so is it like super emanating or is it magic? Uh, it's an incredibly powerful aura. Does uh, the Stoon family... Take uh, Lorana in? Um, yes. So I, I want to just make sure, you know, loose ends get to make it. a long story short. You introduce them. You guys have dinners together. Uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong. If like you're able to have dinners with them, you would while they're here kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> she's always welcome at their, uh, their home. And unlike our lives now, like she doesn't have to have a ward, but it helps that she has somebody have her back. And he's not. They're not going to live together. She's actually going to reopen the inn. She's going to redecorate it and refurbish it and rename it. And there's going to be a grand opening soon. Bars on the upper windows. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I the... usually show up around dinner time, like like a stray cat. Okay. Um, but when I realize that they're having like kind of there's a different dynamic there than just the group. I, I when the students are there? Yeah. It's I only a night I, or two. Yeah, I don't show up for those. Okay. After, I kind of show up embarrassingly and like, oh. You're I, always I, welcomed in. I in, introduce myself, you know, do some meets, but then the I kind friendliest of John Candy myself. is like, come join us. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, it's fine. You try my brandy. <laughs> He's very tempting. You seem a nice fellow, but uh, well, I take the bottle. Here you go. Come on. Take it's the good. bottle. Come on. Good. All right, I'll have some a little bit of brandy, it's really and, good. and then I'll leave. All right, um, bottle really? later. Woo! No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, he's drunk. Uh, he does. The one thing that he does talk about that interests you a little bit is a, the war that you were in as a child. His brother was in the same war, and he talks about it. Uh, I'm 40 years old, man. I am that <laughs> old guy, that old half elf, you know. Um, but yeah, the, like, like how your dad's an elf, we kind of probably look like the same age-wise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm almost middle age. So yeah, he talks about that war and different stories by that. And that, I mean, how much you want to talk about the war or not? But that's the type of that least interested you. You know, yeah. like a bonding thing. Let's just say. You do get word from Lady Vashiel that her her friend in the forest would like to speak with you all with the finger bone. Well, we go. You get everybody together and be like, all right, so we have this weird lady. Um, she's in love with Yuri. Oh, no, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did give me a present. She gave me the mace. Um, she's a little eccentric. Got a bad star. Don't look at it. And don't ask her about her trap door. You don't want to know. Yeah. You really don't want to know. And her guard toad is named Robert. Do we get a key to the stupid gate this time? Mm-mm. Pick uh. that thing. <laughs> I'm tired of climbing. <laughs> this is probably locked for a reason. 
I'd like just do a little like, I don't know how, I don't know how familiar you are with this, but they bring you through a beautiful park. Nice park, right? They finally Kids give playing, up. doing kites, the whole thing. And they come to a part where there's a wrought iron gate, looks rusted with a chain around it and a lock. And it's just creepy, foresty, creepville forest swamp thing. <laughs> like it just <laughs> looks ominous on the other side of this thing. And there's a sign that says, keep out. So you guys hop the fence, head over there? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You hear off the distance. I don't even bring weapons this time. Okay. Or so yeah, you're not I even do. full plate either, right? So you can get over that fence real easy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of struggling. So they hop the bit. fence like pros. And you guys head in and follow a path. And you finally come to an old gnarled tree with like a Yoda looking house underneath built into it. Uh, lots of debris out in the yard. There's a crate. Looks like a shipping crate. Smack dab in the middle of the yard. It's got vines starting to grow up it. You see blades and helmets and swords and shit like that just into the grass. Then you see a frog about five foot tall when sitting. Robert. Hello, Robert. Robert. How you doing today, Robert? Robert. Good to hear. Mm-mm, Robert. Should have brought him something to eat, but I ain't got a clue what he eats. Robert. What's up, Robert? Mm. We'll have to remember that next time. <laughs> Robert. Yeah. Robert. Robert, will we eat you? And he's hops l- over to Bo, <laughs> puts his hand out. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Robert. Uh, Robert. Yes, yes. Come in. Come in. Come in. Yes, yes. Yeah. Eccentric. They're here. They're here. Oh, yes, they're here. Minus two, plus two, still four. Yes. Four. Four that we can see. Yes, four, but more are with them. Hello. Hello, my lady. Um, Best going to describe an older-looking Lady Vashiel, who is played by, I, I finally casted her, uh, Lady Vashiel is played by Penelope Cruz. Ooh, mm-hmm. good one. Uh, so an older Penelope Cruz with a scar running, like a, a rippling scar going up the side of her face. The pumpkin scar. Hmm. Yes, hello, hello. How are you? Welcome to my home. I've made you porridge, both of you. Yes, all of you. Come sit, sit. My lady. Uh-huh. My lady. Take her hand. Oh. Kiss it again. So sweet. I like this one. It's good to see you again. Oh. It's so good to be seen. My good boy. Pinches your cheek. <laughs> You're such a hero now. Carrying yourself much different. Hello. Thanks to you. Traveler. Good lady. Mm. This one's seen more dark than the sun. Mm. Yes. Quite basted. Yes. <laughs> Hello, monk of the powers. Now forbidden. <laughs> you be careful with that now. I am. That you are. You wouldn't be here if you weren't. No, don't be silly. Hey, Strum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not going to touch it. I don't want to rub it. I know. Stop. <laughs> Robert already rubbed it. 
Wow. <laughs> Can we see it now? Let me see the lovely. Reach in the bag, pull out the box. I haven't opened it yet. Well, then let's see it. Drop it on the table. Let's do it. Is it locked? <laughs> nope. Just latch. Click the latch. Open it from like a side a little bit. And pop it up. <laughs> nice. Sound effects. There you go. That <laughs> hey, grab your metal die, pick it up, and drop it on the table. That's the sound it makes. And it stays. It doesn't bounce. It's not glowing. It looks actually pretty unassuming wait, piece of bone. Wait, the bone made that loud of a sound? Mm-hmm. Like a like oh, a whomp. Yes. It's petrified. It looks very unassuming finger. Like a finger cut off and smoothed out and everything. A little dull. Uh, however, like heat from a, a very hot street ripples off of it. You can see it all around it. Kind of taken aback from it. Sit back in here. Beautiful. Smile. Let me get it for you. He goes and starts going through some cabinets. You hear metal clanking and dishes moving, and she's looking for something. It's here somewhere. Hold on. Oh, here it is. Yes, yes, yes. And she's coming back with a metal tray. Yes. Ah. First things first. Where's my cricket? Reach in the bag. <laughs> Pull out the little cage with the cricket in it. You didn't have that. Who did? Alistair. Some bitch. <sighs> did we ever find it? <laughs> nope. 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 I'm sorry, milady. We do not have it. Ah, oh, that's a great loss. Great loss indeed. It'll probably come up again. Yeah. They're not going to like it. No, they won't. Eh. <laughs> eh. What can we do? Nothing. Let's worry about the other thing. Okay. Do you have anything that can help us track it down? One thing at a time. Okay. I apologize. She brings out a little wooden box. Sets it on the table. It's circular. Pops it open. It's only about... It's like a little dice tray box that you maybe would have. It's got velvet in the bottom. Matching a dice tray exactly. Except this one has little directional degrees on it. On the padding. And she picks up the phone. And she puts it in the... Puts it in a tray and it starts pointing in direction. That way. Puts the cover back on. Find the other bones. Good luck. What? You can touch the bone? Well, of course I can touch the bone, sweetie. Look at her hands. <laughs> She's missing a oh, fingertip. No. How could you touch the bone? Prove yourself, my boy. Excuse me. My children. Prove. You can get the others. It is what you're meant to do. And we'll talk about the last one. And she fingers a pouch around her neck. Uh. Only two are on this island. And you have one. Very well, And you know we're in direction of another now. They want to come together. They want their power used. If it becomes too much, put it in the crown. That will help nullify its power, but it will no longer be able to help you find the others. Understood. 
they have a weird way of finding each other. It might not exactly give you where it is. But who may be able to help you find it? Or what? Sometimes even when. They want to be found. And come together. Find them. Keep the sword with you. It's in your bag, yes? Yes, my lady. It protects you from the terrors. They are coming. And so is their master. He carries the cards in his pocket. What's his name? He shall not be spoken. It is a bad idea. He is right. Just check. <laughs> he who shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> what of one with the gauntlet? Your benefactor. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If I say anything, he will come here and erase me. Then we'll leave it at that. She looks afraid. Then we will stay allies the best we can. Be careful. Be kind. Be good to my blood. And she'll she's no just a, uh, watching you. <laughs> I like to make soup. May we have some? <laughs> yes. Pour some soup for you. Strong starts eating. Oh, and take that thing with you when you leave. Points out to out the thing to the box. It's not going to be safe here soon. The shield. Yanborn mm-hmm. are coming too. There are others like you. He looks. She looks at you too, Strom, and Yuri. You're not the only ones. <laughs> you see her trap door. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Camp sleeping. <laughs> uh, and you guys eat soup, and that is really that. Well, they Unless you have something soup. to say. All right. <laughs> oh, I, they, I was threatened to be in the soup. I don't want to eat the soup that I might be in. Just <laughs> makes perfect sense to me. You have to look around the words. She says, I like to make soup. Yes. She, she likes to, to make in. soup. It was clearly a threat. I know you guys don't live in a world where people threaten you, except directly, but my character does. From from one to ten, how good was that one? That was pretty good. It was was very indirect. For Surface Dweller, it's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get much better in the Underdark. Obviously. They make it an art. You know, she probably dabbles. But but still, I I like to make soup. It's just a... it's, It's very innocuous, but at the same time, it was said in a very threatening way. Its message was very clear. It was, you know, by Underdark standards, a little direct. But by surface standards, it was subtle. Everybody else obviously missed it because they're chowing down on soup. (laughs) That I'm just looking at like, I wonder who the poor bastard is in this soup is. (laughs) I don't know, but he's delicious. (laughs) Well, Uh, And with that, a couple things. We're going to move through a few months here. As you prepare your journey, you're not sure how you're going to get off this island. 
but the only place you're for sure to find a vessel capable of taking you off this island is the city, and the largest city at that of this island, Trigum, which is a few weeks travel with horse and cart south. But there are things you still have to do here. People you have to make sure are okay. So over the next few months, here are some things that you may or may not have seen. Igmar packing up his things, his possessions. Face just dark with sadness. Leaving out the the Songbird Tavern being refurbished. Looks down at his chest piece with the two kings face down. And a chess match he'll never finish. Takes both pieces, puts them in his pocket, sighs and leaves the rest of the chessboard as he walks out the door with a backpack off to hit the road again. Move again to a very strange looking city compared to what you guys have seen before. Uh, made of stone and clay and just a dark, morose city and we focus into a window and we see an orc, massive man, scars along his face, and his face is lighting up from a letter from his daughter. Oh, I'm okay, Daddy. <clears throat> and he almost brings himself to tears, and at the bottom says, I'm in Hearthgrave. And we move on from him. Wow. <clears throat> we see a ruined building charred wood drenched looks like it's been left to rot a burned down manor and we see wood being moved aside debris being shuffled we see Camerian her face determined till finally she finds her quarry a book bound in metal with puzzle on its surface she takes it out, not even charred, and puts it in her bag and walks away without a word. Now we, our focus goes to the sea. Dark waters, a ship stealing away in the night, leaving Edric Island, the island that you guys are on. And we see Lord Monfrey on a bow, looking out having escaped the island and your guys' clutches. Relieved to be done with that place, but angered at the people who took his prize. Vengeance in his eyes. Won't be the last we see him. We see Yuri. Doing what over the next few months? Making the Eye of Carvoon. What's that entail, buddy? Intense hours of beating on some metal enchantments and You've seen Iron Man one. Come on, you know what happens. <laughs> He's in a cave. Montage. He's beating on metal. It's a lot of intense work, and I don't leave until I'm done. There's minimal time of sleep in between. Okay. It's in my head. It is a tick that I cannot get rid of until it's completed. Until right. it's talked. Yes. 
And even if I make a piece that's not right, it gets re-scrapped and reused until it is right. Okay. Long hours, hands bleeding. New Mom's star- spaghetti. New stars, scars. And that's hard to say. Upon your face. It's part of the less rest of the ritual as you finish it. And it is complete. But you're not ready to put it on. Nope, not Insert yet. it in your eyes or in your head. Is painful and requires a ritual. The night you finish it, however, you go home bone tired and your dad's sitting there waiting for you with leftovers. He heated them up for you. Eat, eat my boy. Has a drink with you, sits down. He loves his wine. He looks like he's studying you. You've changed a lot, Yuri. Even from our travels together. The experiences of life prepare you for what you didn't even know what you needed to be prepared for. Hmm. How much do you remember from our travels? Not everything, but I remember pieces and parts of us traveling to different locations with Bevmora through the ice. Alistair being in the cave when we found the sarcophagus. That's it. My best friend dying at my hands. Accidental, but at the same time. And you. Asking me to run. Thinking that would be the last time I saw you as you were overtaken. Mm, I think that was my memory. Might have been. Being told. (laughs) By Alistair. Well... He has a strange look on his face. That's it? Yes. He looks relieved. Drink. Eat. And as he's sitting there, our view goes into his eyes, and he's remembering something himself. Staring into the fucking shield? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) You see traveling... Good times, laughing with Alistair, other things, but we start focusing on the day that you guys met Bevmora, you being shy around her, and then you guys getting closer as she's showing you how to make a fire in the wilderness, and then your experiences getting more and more intimate, till finally at the end of his the memories that we're seeing of his. You guys are embracing and kissing under the firelight. And he just looks sad but says nothing. Wow. Mm. Strom. Um, other than giving ceremonies and healing people I'm also helping to train the new city guard and anyone who is willing to worship Vaster and in general, just trying to help people out. Will you show me something? What you want to see? I would very much like you to um, teach me to read. I teach him how to read and write. Can I stay with you? Of course. 
He beams. You are part of the keepers. And he stays on you like glue. Like a little, little sun. You like to collect green things. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I got a goblin. I got a troll dog. <laughs> I um, I envision your, your sermons. People come. More and more people come. Grimshaw hands out his like little pamphlets and things like that. He's like, hey, he's always, he helps you and supports you and Deacon Moss. Even Deacon Moss has come very fond of, of Grimshaw. And you receive a writ in the, the mail. I don't want to say a writ from the mainland. Deacon Moss uh, wrote to the head chasher, head church of Asher and you have been promoted to Lord Knight nice authority and all the titles and deeds that comes with it to claim these you must come to the mainland and to the head church of Asher within the capital city of Adryphos oh wow how about you there, Zane? Oh, there are so many people to murder and <laughs> help. Help, there's also people to help. So. Hero's work is never done. Otis Weavings, tell me how you lead him where I need you, and then I will reveal where that is. Okay. How do you do this? So, obviously I can, I can enter the dungeon um, because I would know the guard rotations because somebody would tell them to me. So I sneaked to his skill and she would have told me about his good friend who wants to get him to the mainland where he will be safe and his wealth can be transferred to him because a noble who thinks he can get his wealth back is a noble who will follow you anywhere. So I tell him this. I unlock his gate, his shackles and we sneak out until I tell him I hear a guard. Continue on. I will be right behind you once I have dealt with him. So other guards happened to be on patrol that night, and they were strangely told to be in this place, just holding torches. <laughs> Act like you're looking for something. But that's it. So, <laughs> the guards, he sees them. He runs off into this direction. More guards. Oh no. Keeps on running, till finally he gets to this dead-end alley with a low wall. He's like, and he does he huffs and he puffs and he finally gets himself over this wall and starts going through bushes scratching his face running into trees because it's dark until finally he falls onto his hands and knees he's breathing heavy <laughs> and he looks up and he sees a form above him Robert <laughs> as he's sucked into Robert's mouth, bent over backwards, and eaten with one loud gulp. Robert. Robert hops away. Awesome. Later that night, drinks some chilled wine, both laying in a bathtub. You and Lady Veshi will have a nice laugh. <laughs> then are in bed. <laughs> that's, that's 
called Dinner and a Movie, <laughs> Sex Later. <laughs> Netflix, Netflix and chill. <laughs> Netflix and chill. Uh, Vo. Last and certainly least. <sighs> so, over the weeks, couple of months after all of this, who is taking over the Carver state, by the way? It's kind of up for debate still. It is actually still very scary. There are many horrible creatures you guys did not actually run into. So it's taken some time. There's a nasty spider infestation underneath of it. and uh, uh, but uh, I certainly don't know anyone that could have told It's supposed that. to go to some lords called the Montfrays, you hear. Mm. However, Lady Vashil is trying to make that not happen. All right, so over the um, following weeks, months, Bo is constantly trying to return to his meditation and his training in a way with a level of introspection he hasn't done previously. He's taken the things that he was learned and trained, but now he's he's kind of exploring them more. Um, he'll be out there sparring and bringing up the the energy on his hands and, and really studying it more because he's trying to to start the process of deciphering what it was that happened on the gatehouse and, and what that means or possibly means. Um, and he's going to do that for several months and while he kind of weighs and considers and thinks about that upcoming deadline um and then finally, one morning, he is going to take the ring that he has that lets you see the uh, secret passages in the... Mm-hmm. Going to leave that for the lady. Lady Vashil? Yeah. With a little note saying, uh, if someone of good heart ends up in that manner, it could be illustrative. Then he's going to make the decision and inform everyone that it's time for him to move on because there's some exploration he has to do and a deadline he has to meet. And uh, then one morning he's going to pack his little backpack, walk David Banner at the end of the Hulkish kind of way down the road. <laughs> the little sad piano. And uh, as he's walking down the road, off, going off into the distance, coming the other way, a carriage is going to pass him, splash a little mud on him as it goes, and keep going, keep coming this way. And from inside the carriage, you'll hear a few random notes of someone plucking on a lute. Cool. Nice. Bo's out. Bo's out. Go miss you, Bo. And the very final night, you're in Hearthgrave. Uh, all this has happened. Lorana finally reopens her inn. Uh, Vo is already left by now. So, you know, you guys pour one out for your homies kind of thing. But uh, the rest of you are there. Inn has been refurbished, redone. A lot of people around the uh, the community helped her pro bono kind of thing. Just how her connections to you and Sagar was there doing a lot of work. And just 
word got around of what the hell happened to her from her shithead uncle. But the big thing during the reopening of this place is the board above the inn now reads The Keeper's Quest. Nice. And it has a depiction of each of you, even Bevmora and Alistair, in an action pose above it, <laughs> like any typical, like, you know, 80s, you know, action film. But she has you all come up and, you know, in her shy way, uh, Alistair and Beth Mora couldn't be here. Because <sighs> they're dead. Because <laughs> they horribly were murdered. I heard Alistair, he was pretty much a fucking sock puppet. It's just... <laughs> it was, it was awful. Um, Beth Mora had her heart ripped out. Yeah, it's it, also terrible. She became terrible. heartless. If you knew sudden. what uh, Carver did with heads, you'd be like, oh, too far. <laughs> anyway, let's not think about it. Let's, think. let's just say he calls it the stranger. <laughs> Torad uh, had a mental breakdown. The heroes of Hearthgrave were instrumental in this place reopening and me be able to finally um, be free. So um, I want to thank each of you. Um, you will always have a place here no matter where your your feet may take you in this world. Um, you're always welcome back. Thank you, Lorana. Thank you. There's two things missing. What's that? Symbols. What symbols? What are you talking about? Carvoon and Vasher. Yes. I'll put him next to where Alistair's head's being horribly (laughs) abused. (laughs) (laughs) To give you one final piece to your past. I reach in the bag. Is this what you're looking for, boss? Hey, guy. Hey, guy. (laughs) Pull out her silver brush. Brush? (laughs) Silver brush. (laughs) I hand it to her. She looks amazed. I haven't seen this since I was a girl. We found this in the manor. Your brother led us to it. Thank you. Thank you all. Hey. She cries. I have nothing else. I don't know what else to say. You're always welcome here. Again. We consider you family. And I you. Finally. After months and months of being here. Three or so. Middle of summer. Best time to travel, and by the time you get down there, it'll be a good season to sail. Lady Vashiel has asked, try to plead with you guys several times to stay, but I understand you can't. Has asked, some have been interested in going with you. Do you want me to deter that? Or would you like company at least down to Trigum? How is the path to Trigum? Depends on the road at the time. Every road has its dangers. Very well. Okay. So, on the final day in Hearthgrave, as you guys prepare to push south, several wagons are awaiting you with your horses and any other items you may have created or stored up or bought even with the money. Again, we'll do that offline. But waiting for you there, of course, on one wagon is your father. Devlin and Camerian next to him on a small little single horse or sorry a big horse is Garn Redding 
is axe at his side. Grimshaw and the, your troll dog are on another cart. A small halfling you guys haven't seen in a long time named Bubbles from the archery contest. Yep. Oh, yeah. Is sitting with Miranda, the hatchet queen. And they all look up to you, ready to pull out on your journey into season two. Awesome. Awesome. Thus, season one, gentlemen. Good job. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Bow, bow, bow.